Welcome to the Big Llama Show podcast, the podcast about the movies. You're listening to the live stream replay. Live streams are on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook, Sunday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Big Llama is your host, along with co-host Blackout AD. We talk about the week that was and the week that will be, and we break it all down and have fun with our subscribers. Join us every Sunday night if you'd like to be part of the action. And now, here's the replay. Enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Big Llama Show. I'm the Big Llama. Woo! It's the weekend of the Batman, and we are here to talk all things Batman. As you can tell from the title, we said that Batman strikes out. Clickbait, we got your asses. Let me bring Blackout AD on here, man. AD, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, but you can't tell them it's clickbait. Then it's not <laughs> clickbait. <laughs> We're transparent, man. We're transparent with this. Uh, welcome to the show. Again. What's that? I said they won't believe the clickbait again. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you're destroying our clickbait player. I, I'm doing the exact opposite of everything you're supposed to do to get okay. viewers. That's what I do. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I self-sabotage. <laughs> Uh-oh, we got someone in the chat who hasn't seen it yet. Well, we'll try to keep it uh, non-spoilery. Oh, I don't think good. you I don't think you could spoil it too much to be honest. Um I think the previews were pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um so there's not not a whole lot to to get to get past there. Um before we get to that, before we get started, obviously want to thank um everybody who's subscribing. Um you know, as part of this, if you want to support the Big Llama show, if you want to support AD, uh, there's a couple things you can do. Um first things first, if you're on YouTube, hit that like button, hit subscribe, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Um, that way, um, one, it helps you know increase our algorithm out there so we can get this, this content out to the masses. Uh, and it's free. Why not do it? Why not freaking hit the subscribe button? I don't understand. It's free. Um, <laughs> if you want to support AD on Twitch, go to Blackout AD on Twitch. Uh, make sure you're following him. You can subscribe to his streams. And the dude is streaming constantly. Uh, make sure you're, you're supporting both of us. We're, we're, we're both in this together, man, trying to get as many viewers out there as possible. So uh, make sure you guys uh, do that so we can get going. All right. Well, AD, how's your week, man? How's everything going, man? Man, productive week on the streaming world. I closed every day, so we've been doing a lot of late night with uh, AD and Jay Birdie shows. Um, I mean, you caught us when you were going to work, I'm assuming. Yeah, man. So we, we've been doing a lot of that. Uh, we had a great fight night. Fight Companion last night. I mean, we had over 200 views. So, you know, streaming. Love You love to see those numbers. Uh, it was a good fight. I've been having a good week, man. I'm just trying to continue doing this. Our, oh, don't forget, Blackout.gg on YouTube. We got the Akash video going pretty crazy. We're almost at 300 views. Um, So, we didn't expect it to do that kind of that good. So, no, thank I, you for the support. And, uh, you know. That's a great video, man. So trust me, guys. If you if you haven't seen it, one you'll be a fan of Akash, right? Because I wasn't. I didn't even know who the guy was, and uh, I watched the video. I'm a fan now. I'm, I'm going to watch more of his content. Uh, so yeah, check it out for sure. Um, let's see. We got a couple things going on here. Let's see. The chat is live tonight, so let's get into the chat here. Let's go. 
Uh, big homie starts us out here. Timestamp, 1224 p.m. <laughs> Mountain Standard Time. So uh, the timestamp is real, man. Look at that. It's and about then 224 at, Eastern, just in case. Right. That's right. Just in case you're trying to do the math, which I wasn't. <laughs> uh, big homie hit us up. Hashtag blackout. Hashtag lamination. Almost at 500 subs. Yes, and sir. yeah, that's the next milestone. Um, I think we're at 438. Yes, if sir. I get to 500, I can start like almost, what is it? Comment sharing and polls and stuff like that on YouTube. Um, so I'd like to do that because I, I, I'd like to make it a little more interactive. Plus... If we get to 500, what I'll start to do is allow the subscribers to pick the movies for each week. Um, I'll give them a set of four movies and have them pick which ones they want to see week to week. So, And it's free. No Patreon needed for that. So there's your incentive to subscribe. <laughs> um, uh, Jimmy hit us up here. Uh, bing bong, you're. You're. <laughs> you're. I got you, buddy. And you know, and what's funny about you and Jimmy was the other night when, or the other morning, I would say, yeah. I, I tuned in at six something in the morning, Eastern Standard Time, and you guys are still on. And I, I was almost about to hit go into the, um, into the fight companion, into your, into your Discord, Discord yeah. and jump in and say, hey, good morning, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I was afraid I'd slow down my morning, my, my regular morning routine yeah. <laughs> by getting into it with you stuck. guys. He was going to get stuck in the, the Blackout AD stream. <laughs> <laughs> we would have been there till 10 in the morning. I would have been late for work and I would have been yep. fired. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, let's see. Gabe, uh, AD's in the chat. Yep, throw yes, those sir. up for AD for what sure. What up, R2R? R2R in the chat? I heard I heard someone called him uh, Roman's Raw or something like that, right? Oh. <laughs> I, know you guys, I, I heard you guys Jimmy talking told, about it. Jimmy told me I forgot. Oh, I forgot what it was. He'll say it in the chat. I know he will. I'm sure he will. I'm sure. He won't let us forget it. Uh, Jay Birdie's very excited. Uh, <laughs> Gabe follows up. I'm excited as well. <laughs> I don't know what kind of excited you two are talking about, but I know it's not it's not PG thirteen. Mama, they're bricked up. <laughs> uh, you were throwing ads in the chat. We yeah. got excited during the intro. We always get excited during the intro. I don't know. If, I, I wish I could. I, you know, next time I'm going to take a video of the. The, the intro as it's going on. I'm back here like stretching, like getting ready to oh, go. Yeah. I, at first I got lost in it. And then like once it hits a certain part, I'm all like, oh, it's, it's time to go. I'm like sitting up straight, fixing the mic, like ready. <laughs> like it gets me into the, it gets me in the groove, man. No, for sure. For sure. If you're, if you guys want to be part of the show, make sure you hit us up in the comments, hit us up with questions. We're going to talk about uh, a couple main topics. Um, but yeah, hit us up with anything that you'd like yeah. to know about any questions that you have. Let's go. Uh, let's see. Uh, big homie hit us up. He said, uh, "Ad, I told you there's a tr there's a conspiracy getting my comments out out here." <laughs> yeah, because because uh, he he went last night in in the comments, I believe. After you posted it, he was like, "I'm gonna be first. and then it was gone. And he told me about that. But I do think it just resets on the day. I think the chat. I think so. Yeah, I think but so. you know, <laughs> keep the conspiracies up. It might be Jay Bird. He might be he might be uh, doing some Jay, technical stuff. Jay Bird is <laughs> hacking into the the streamyard, <laughs> deleting comments. Deleting comments. I got excited there during the, the <laughs> intro. Let's flock and go. Let's flock and go. Uh, let's see. We got we got a couple of woos in here. <laughs> hey, that's from Jane. That's right. That's right. Yeah, She's yeah. hitting us up on both fronts, man. No, She's a viewer woo. on both sides. <laughs> double woo. Double woo. Let's go. Oh, Gabe, look at him. Gabe hasn't seen the Batman yet. All right, we won't we won't spoil it too much. But like I'm we said, spoiling it. I don't care. It's out. <laughs> it's out there. The bar goes up. <laughs> 
It's over. Well, yeah, like, you know, we had to worry about the embargo. You know, we don't want to lose millions of our subscribers. We want, to get, we want to get invited to these things, you know, more often. In the future, they'll be like, all right, who kills the embargo? The Big Llama Show. <laughs> Screw those guys. <laughs> the Big Homie was excited. Showtime. Showtime. Uh, see, I haven't even seen the previews. I live oh. under a rock, which is what Gabe's saying. Ugh. Dude, come on, man. You got to have seen at least a preview for sure. Watch it right now. <laughs> yeah, go watch a preview now. you get you get everything you need to know. <laughs> Her- Hercules is in the chat. He hit a sub. Yes, He's saying, uh, Big Llama plus AD equals the greatest of all times equals the GOAT. Hey, thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank, thank you for that. We appreciate that. Uh, Gabe, I wish I could subscribe twice. I would do it. That's right. Listen. <laughs> Make a smart got, account. <laughs> right, right. If you, if you got a, a, you know, like a work account and a, you know, your Tinder account or your grinder, whatever it is that you use. <laughs> your preference. Okay. Your, whatever your preference is. Um you can you can subscribe with both. We we appreciate that. <laughs> Return of R2R this week. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. I told her I've been, Oh, Optic Gaming, thank you for the update, big homie. Oh, that means Optic Gaming won the tournament. Let's go. Oh, okay, okay. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, we we've, we've been watching that on the stream lately, so Shout out, big homie, for the, the notification. I got to watch that back. For sure, for sure. Uh, John Gillen's in here. Yo, what's, what's up, up? Road to a 1,000. Here we go. What's hey, up, G- John Gillen? Gillen hit a shot on Saturday, man, but he got caught, man. But he, he, hit, a, he hit a rocket out to the oh. outfield, man. I was watching his game. Gillen, keep it up, man. Keep it up. Let's see, hey, speak. Uh, oh, Roman, go ahead, go ahead. Roman, Roman Raw Dog. But I was going to say, speaking of, of Gillen, I'll be out there. I might have to bring my glove, Llama. We might have to make something happen. You know I, mean? I, heard, I heard one of your seeds was saying some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to do, like, like I said, we're going to do like the baseball bat bros, you know, get out there and uh, do like a derby or something. I haven't thrown. <laughs> I might have to start throwing a little bit, get ready for this. I got a couple weeks. I'll be fine. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Roman Raw Dog. Raw that's, what we, that's what we heard on the in the on games. The Let's see. Uh, I'm spectacle, uh, skeptical, not spectacles, <laughs> because I love the OG Batman. Um, which OG Batman are you referring to? Right. Which yeah, tell me which OG Batman that is, because we That's I'm being interested. Adam West, you know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no one beats Adam West. <laughs> uh, same. I don't watch uh, previews; they ruin things. Yes, they do. Yes, mm. they do. Sometimes they're good. I like them. Hey, Chris G. It's uh, greetings from the the Jay Bizzle. Okay, so from uh, Jensen Beach in the house. Hey, hey Jay Bizzle. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. It took me a second because just because I know Chris, I'm like, okay, I know what Jay Bizzle is. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Jay Bird uh, Grinder. Not not that there's anything wrong with that. Oh, not, nothing wrong with that. Nothing. Nothing wrong, nothing wrong with that at all. Okay, Jimmy Clooney <laughs> is my Batman <laughs> with the bat nipples, dog. Oh. The guy with the bat nipples, oh, crazy! The suit with the with the bat nipples, with the, the bat first one. Nipples is crazy. Well, he likes those types of things. I know, I, Jimmy. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I I enjoy those movies as well, though. You know, it's funny. Um, Mr. Freeze was the best. His puns were great. His puns are great. I mean, if you're a purist, if you're a comic book purist, and you love the, you know, uh, the portrayals, you you kind of got upset at it, but it was fun, man. It was totally yeah. fun. Let's see here. Uh, Herc, Herc likes the bat suit with the nipple showing too. Okay, so of course, of course he does. Of course he does, man. That's why. That's why he has those painted on shirts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's Yo, got his man. got the nipples on the painted on shirts. <laughs> Just the nipples. 
Um, we're gonna ignore you're just kidding. We know you you know it's the truth. <laughs> yeah, it's all right, bro. It's good. <laughs> Gabe's up in here talking about I'm oh, the real Batman. Batman. Oh, come on, Gabe. <laughs> Jimmy, just <laughs> chill. <laughs> Those are, that's the best Dr. Freeze or, or uh, yeah, Dr. Freeze <laughs> moments. <Just> Arnold. <laughs> Oh Yo, there, somebody, I was watching a video and they brought the, uh, that movie up and somebody was like, and I never thought about this until that moment. They're like, how did Batman get get enough credit to have a Visa card? <laughs> like, <laughs> how did they not know who he was at that point? He got that card because he pulled it out. Like, to, Oh, that's to right. For stuff. <laughs> American Express, right? <laughs> I was like, what? Never leave home without it. <laughs> Be like, but sir, I need to see your ID. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so we're gonna talk. Uh, like we said, we're gonna talk about the Batman. Yep. So we'll, we'll try not. We know there's a couple people on here that haven't seen this. So we'll try not to spoil it. We're gonna, but we're gonna talk about the, the the great parts of this movie and some things that we you know have some issues with. Um, we had a UFC fight night that you guys did a Discord uh, uh, fight companion watch. Yep. Um, we have the baseball strike, which we want to talk about. Um, and there was one more thing. Let me. <laughs> you really don't want to talk about this topic. It's the AMC topic. Oh, no, 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 no. I do. Actually, oh. I do. I have a lot of opinions on that because <laughs> I, I am a car-carrying... You're an avid movie goer. No, I, I am a Stubbs, whatever movie, whatever thing Is for it AMC. worth it? I got to ask that. Is it worth it? Because I, I go a lot. Especially now with the shows, like I feel obligated to go, but I'm like, man, should I get that A plus? Whatever it was, it was like, ask your nearest uh, associates it, how, to, how to get this this movie on your account. I'm like, All right, it is actually worth it. You you get some money back, but you know, depends on how often you go. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna fire up the old intro machine, and we're gonna talk oh. about a movie. So it's time for the big llama show movie segment, and we're talking about the Batman. Here we go. Shocking everybody with the intros. Let's go. All right. There's more comments coming through. I don't want to make sure I don't miss anything here. Um, before we <laughs> said, Jane, uh, Jane says, uh, listen, my mom bought me to see Batman when I was two years old. And I was Batman for Halloween for like four years oh. in a row. <laughs> so she was an Adam West fan. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, let's see. At least someone is talking about baseball. No, we definitely yeah. going to get into baseball because we we wanted we want to spend some time on that. You for were sure. definitely. I want to. I want to shout out Big Homie because he was definitely the reason. I, I the conversation you guys were having on on the timeline, Twitter timeline. I was like, we definitely got to talk about that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So when you asked about, it, I was like, we should bring that up. Well, you know, as, as being from a town that's impacted by it, I, I, I definitely got some comments on that yeah. um let's see uh, jane says 90s val kilmer could get it okay <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> okay okay val kilmer was good i don't know if i like <laughs> chase meridian that was that was uh nicole kidman i want to bring up jane's controversial comments on the facebook timeline but i, I think i'm gonna keep it off the show because it's pretty uh -oh. we'll, we'll talk about it on the post llama show we'll okay okay we'll, we'll talk about that later <laughs> uh let's see okay uh okay you're batman <laughs> <laughs> We love this chalice. Hey, let's keep it uh, PG thirteen. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Joe. Oh, that's that's hilarious coming from that guy R two R over there. Yeah, exactly. That guy makes one appearance here and says the he literally sets the record for the most cur curse words on uh, the big. <laughs> <laughs> 
comedy. Let's see. If I were Batman, I'd have the nipple suit. Okay. Well. Okay. Okay. Your mother, it's cool. You do what you want with your nipple. Exactly. Let let them be free. Uh, Whatever you got to do. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about uh, Mr. Pattinson, Robert Pattinson as the Batman, the almost three-hour epic that was the Batman and uh, my initial thoughts. I'll give you my initial, you know, if I'm giving you an overall. Okay. It was it was phenomenal. It was a phenomenal movie. Agreed. Um, I had read about some of the issues with the last act of the movie, and I agree a little bit. But at two and a half hours in, I had I turned to my sons and was like, "This is this is freaking amazing. This is this is insane." Yeah. Um. But I, I'm curious what your thoughts are, your, oh. your initial impressions of the movie. I mean, I, I just saw it literally like three hours ago. Wonderful movie. I, I enjoyed the movie. I think it's – I was saying this on my stream. I, I've seen the series Gotham. I don't know if you've seen it, but it was like the, the thing on uh, TBS or whatever. I forgot. What oh, it was. yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. The, the TV series. And mm-hmm. I watched that, and I was very into it. And to me, this is like not a continuation of the story, but just like what that – Gotham, that original Gotham concept would have evolved into because to me, this is the first time we've seen a Batman actually learning why, like learning on the job. You know what I mean? Like you see him get his butt kicked a little bit. You see the most detective work you have ever seen in a Batman movie, which I truly appreciate it. I think Robert Pattinson as Batman was wonderful. And one, one thing that I was saying in my chat also was like, this is the most Batman bat suit time we've ever seen. Oh yeah, there, there was there was let there was like literally a handful of times he was Bruce Wayne throughout the movie. The rest of the time he was in the bat suit, and I, I enjoyed that fact. So I mean, wonderful movie, man. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know if it was by design, but he he left a lot. I don't know. You expect a Bruce Wayne because of the way they've built up Bruce Wayne over the years that he's this suave, debonair guy, or he's this you know you know it depends on which one which one you like, yeah. which Batman you like, but. They didn't do a lot of him in it, and I, I think for good reason because, um, I I think he's got to grow into that role, to be honest, and I think that's, but it didn't take away from the movie that he wasn't Bruce Wayne for most of it. I think, mm. I think I think it would have distracted more. I think there's some hinting to like, okay, he's got money and you know he's a billionaire, or whatever, but the fact that he is so gritty and does the detective work and all that stuff, yeah it really would have taken away if he would have had to show the double life. That's why I think it was very, very small moments that you saw he had to do something for the foundation or something like that. But I feel like, I mean, I mean, we got Ben Affleck as Batman, right? And that like kind of ran its course and he was already playing like an older battered Batman. But now it seems like with, with this Robert Pattinson Batman, we're seeing, like I said, it's only his second year as Batman. So it's like, to me, the way he acts is like he's like a, a damaged Bruce Wayne. Like you could tell he's like severely like there's a lot of I feel like there's mental health issues. They didn't really like state it, but like you could see like there's something with him. But when he's Batman, he's like observing, observing everything on the crime scene, like literally noticing things before the police. Like I was joking around like he did most of the police work throughout the movie. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, he did. But um, I just think. We'll see, like, if this we we get more movies with Robert Pattinson as Batman, we'll see him grow into that Bruce Wayne. Because even in the comics, it's something that Bruce Wayne had to learn. Like, oh, I can use the Bruce Wayne persona 
to my advantage. You know what I mean? And uh, a lot of people say like Bruce Wayne is the mask and Batman is who he truly is. And I think that was a thing that Riddler said to him in, in this film. So it's like, we'll see. We'll see. You know what I mean? Yeah. Big, big homie says here, if you can convince us you're Batman, Bruce Wayne should be easy. Yeah. I mean, here's, here's what I got from this, which was, which I thought was great for in it. And it look, and I always, I know I'm, I'm watching a Batman movie. Obviously he looks like the freaking Batman and he's dressed up in, in the cowl and everything. But I, about forty minutes in, I'm forgetting that he's Batman. Like, like the the story is that good about yeah. the you know again we don't want to get to too much spoilers, but the, you know the detective work that he's doing, the murder does that he's solving. The you know I'm forgetting that I'm watching a Batman movie and I'm like into the noir of the detective and yeah. the clues and the and I mean it's someone had compared it to. Uh, seven right um which it has a lot of similarities um there's a you know the, the the riddler has a lot of cryptic messages and and clues but like i said i lost myself in the character and i forgot he's batman for a while because it was just such a great story and that's why I, I think this could have been two separate movies yeah um because that that honestly the story itself um the crimes that he was solving for the Riddler is phenomenal. Like that, that stands alone as a masterpiece of filmmaking. Yeah. And then you get to the second half or the third, that's the, the last latter part of the movie. Last quarter, yeah. It's still wrapping up a lot and it still had a good punch, but it could have been fleshed out more, you know, and I'm saying this about a three hour movie. They could have expanded more. Um, and I wouldn't have been upset, but I think they, they try to cram a lot of stuff in that last uh, chapter. Yeah. My only and... criticism, my only criticism for the movie that it is, you know, it's like two, I, I believe it's two hours and 56 minutes. So it's like four yeah. minutes shy, but there was things and I'm conflicted with it. I, I feel like because I went in there sober, I didn't smoke, I didn't drink. Like I, I just woke up, went to the movies and Justin made a good point that like that could be why I fell asleep a little bit in the movie. But it wasn't that the movie was boring. It wasn't that it just was so long. And the pace of the movie was kind of slow because, like like we were saying, it's he's diving into the detective side of Batman, why he's the world's greatest detective. And it's showing. And I don't think they, they couldn't have picked a better match for him, the Riddler. Like, it was, like, very grounded in, like, what the Riddler was doing and, like, what his purpose for uh, making these, these crimes around the... the Gotham happen, you know what I mean? Like super cryptic and like super grounded in it. And I think like they picked the perfect like style of Batman to like really solve this crime. Like it showed like and again, like I said, you see parts of him where he's like very vulnerable as Batman. Like he's still learning. And that's yeah. what I love because his his detective skills are top notch, but the rest of his Batman, like the physical the physicalities and like things he would do, like we've never seen this before. I mean, there was one point where he's running up uh, to on top of the tower, like running away from the cops and stuff. Oh and yeah, he's about to jump off, but you see him get like physically, like <gasps> like scared, like oh, like you know what I mean, like it hits him, like oh, I'm about to jump off a building. Yeah, and then he oh. does it. You know, I don't want to ruin how he does it, but he does it, and it's like you've never seen Batman in any any film do that, and I think that's what the beauty of this movie is. So like, even though it's my gripe with the movie, it might be too long. I don't really think there's anything you can cut out cut out of it because like. The story building. They're building a world here. They're, they're, it's, it's not a Batman origin story, but it's more like a 
villain origin story for a lot of these villains. And they put like, I mean, there's even uh, at the end, we don't, uh, that's one big spoiler. I don't think we would want to say, but like at the end, they kind of hit at uh, other characters that could yep. be in this universe. And it's like, man, I, just give me more of this Batman universe. And like I, I was t- telling my chat, they're coming out with the Penguin series, which I thought he was, uh, he was super good in it. And they're coming out with the GCPD uh, series, which I think Gordon and Batman's dynamic was beautiful throughout the movie. So, yeah, that that was that's the MVP of this one too. Is that you know Gordon is a believable character. Um, the violence and the action is very grounded, gritty. It's real. Um, when Batman gets shot, he gets shot right. Like he, it hurts. Hurts. Um, but you're right. Like that that scene that you're describing on the rooftop. You it was weird because he, he, he does the pause and he does the thing. And then what we saw after that, you know, again, don't want to spoil too much, but um, it didn't look clean, right? It didn't look yeah. clean. But I looked at, I, when I talked about it with my sons after, I was like, you know, it didn't look clean because he's not, he's not the, the Batman, you know, today he's yeah. still learning his Batman skills. Yeah. And so, you know, doing that, that stunt doesn't look right for him. Um, yeah. We got a couple people in the chat here. Um, oh, just to, well, I don't want to miss here um, something we had started. You know that we've, Robert P is, as Batman makes me uncomfortable, uh, and then Gabe, Gabe and, and, and Jane have been going back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we had here yes uh, at the Big Llama, and uh, I think they could have trimmed it down so that you know some some consensus on that. Yep. Um, Jay Birdie talking about Batman is the ultimate alpha. <laughs> well, we got to speak on that. You got to see the Bel Air episode because there was a, there was a point where me and Jay, uh, me and Jay Bird were like, "Yo, that's the ultimate alpha off I've ever seen in my life." Like, we we were literally like during the scene, we were like commenting back and forth like how alpha Uncle Phil was to another character. Oh, okay. You, okay. you got to check it out. You got to check it out. It's dope. Yeah, this here I like the classic Batman feel to it, which which I did. I did like that. Um, oh, we we going to daddy issues on the chat today. No, <laughs> going back to to Gabe. <laughs> um, okay, this was the uh, they could have cut out the motorcycle racing farewell scene. Uh, they already said goodbye. Yeah, it was the that's a fair criticism, honestly. That yeah, was and a long scene. And somebody had said it, it was the Fast and the Furious goodbye scene. <laughs> if you played <laughs> the music, funny. it's been a long yeah, That's, that's it. That's it. You start crying. That's uh, funny. But no, it's true. It's true. That That's where you're cramming so much into the world. That's, um, like, the that's like that awkward moment where you like say goodbye to them and then you got to walk the same direction to go to the car. It's like, oh, all right. Well, uh. <laughs> yeah, so, so you're leaving? All right. You're leaving. All right. We're, we're, we're both walking together. Okay. Let's, oh, shit. <laughs> Let's give him go. about two hugs. <laughs> oh, so I, I would say um the the Riddler is downright, I mean, menacing and oh. and just something to I mean, this is one of the images I guess that from, from the movie. But the Riddler in this movie is um I mean pretty pretty scary individual. I mean, look, I mean, this guy from the beginning of the movie is you know con- complete in complete control of the world around him um yeah. even i but, mean batman batman even says it to gordon like he's like as much as you don't like it he's the one he's the one in control right now like i gotta yeah. say though the 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 previews kind of made him a little bit more like menacing than he kind of was like 
I, I thought it was going to be like a totally opposite because like Riddler's like really eccentric in how he is and stuff. And the previews made it seem like he was like completely opposite of that. I mean, they didn't even show his face in the previews. But like in the movie, you kind of see his face, you know what I mean? Like actually get to see him. But in a weird way, he was as eccentric as the Riddler is in the comics. And like even like Jim Carrey's portrayal of it, like he was that as eccentric. But it was like, like I said earlier, it was just way more grounded in how he was going about things. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it almost seems like somebody realistically could do something like that. And like, really like, you know what I mean? If they planned it right, like, like I, I, I think he was a great, a great villain and a great like introduction to this world. Yeah. And I, I think the, and again, you could, you could look at it a, mo- a million different ways. Obviously the world building is what they were doing, but there was a commentary, a social commentary on, on sort of the power of the Riddler in, in, in social media I mean, he was uh, live streaming. Um, he had a Discord chat. He had a Discord. Yeah, he had Discord chat. He had everything. I mean, and he was able to build a following um, of people with like-minded sort of dissension for Batman and for Gotham City. Mm-hmm. That, which again is again, I think that's a commentary on today's world. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guy was just, I mean, phenomenal. And I, you know, here's the the name of the actress is uh, Paul yeah, Dano. Paul. Always brings it. You know, again, he was—he was every bit as menacing. I—I I loved his reveal, though, uh, at the beginning of the movie, um, yeah. in the opening. I mean, that to me was like sets the stage for this guy, right? And the best part—not the best part, but like the—the the whole reveal of him at the end hmm. was like. This guy is a great actor, and he had you, he had you, you know, going. And that's why you said menacing. But when you see the final reveal, you're like, mm. yeah. <laughs> but you can see the crazy. You can see the the wheels turning in his action. So, yeah. um, let's see here. Uh, Emilio says uh, shit was was real good. No, I, I mean, appreciate you, Emilio. It was it was a really good movie. So, I, like I said, yeah. I there are issues. There are issues, but it's not like to take away from this movie. Like you know, I mean, best portrayal of Batman we've had since like the Christian Bale Batman. Honestly, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed Ben Affleck as Batman, but like this portrayal of like the Batman universe, like I'm excited to see. Like, I hear a lot of reviewers and people like talking about the movie are saying like Gotham was a character in it, and like now that I see it. Like it really was like it, like it was grimy like it felt like what you would think Gotham is you know what I mean like so I'm just excited I just want to see I hope we get more because I heard a lot of back like behind the scenes there was like a, a lot of behind the scenes drama between Matt Reeves and uh Robert Pattinson they were saying like <laughs> I don't know because I haven't heard it since the movie came out and like getting all these good reviews I haven't heard none of that so I feel like it was kind of like a little bit of propaganda like building up they were saying like. Zoe Kravitz, Robert Pattinson were hooking up, and they're hooking up on the Batmobile, which we got to speak about the Batmobile. Cause oh yeah, oh yeah, we got to talk about that. Chef's kiss, but yeah. So there was like a lot of drama that I heard be- like before the movie, even like the previews came out. But ever since the previews came out, like the traction's kind of been good. You haven't heard a lot about that negative stuff. So it almost seemed like they didn't want to work together again. But I don't know, man. The the numbers, I, I forgot what the. I think it's I seen like 128 million opening weekend. So yeah, like it's the huge, numbers were crazy. Weekend. I'll look up the the Batman box office right now. Yeah, the um, the, the opening was I, I seen it. It said like a record for twenty twenty two, and and you think No Way Home did that. So it's like that also shows another thing that the movies are back. Like movie going, my my theater was filled and I went early. 
Yeah. I mean, it, we went at, I went at 10 o'clock in the morning on the Sunday, which was today. And it was like, Early. it was packed. Okay. It was packed to the gills. But I had to um, sit in the front, literally. <laughs> it was bad. I was like, I got to see this movie, though. Well, I, I, I'm the one who pays extra for movies, and we're going to talk about that <laughs> as a Stubbs member. Good segue. <laughs> we're going to talk about AMC in just a minute here. But yeah, no, that the I it was it was it was packed and and it's a three hour movie. And this is what I anticipated. The movie theater has to put out more t- your show times, more theater runs because of the three hour time. It creates some problems. Yeah. Um, but let's see here. We got uh, it was dark to the point. Yes, it yeah. was. I don't know if y'all talked about it, but the Batman costume was bulky. Reminded me of RoboCop. That's funny. <laughs> it, it did. It was. It was a little bulky. He had. Lot, he had all his gadgets and things, which is really, yeah. really, really, really good here. Uh, big homie, drop your likes and subscribe. Yeah, hey, make sure you do you that. Homie. Doing that YouTube shit for us. Thank you, buddy. No, He's like our like our chat moderator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sir. Hey, to to the point of the suit though. Again, second year of him doing it. So it's like he's probably gonna find more efficient ways to to even like the the. Um, the battering, like the battering coming off, like I feel, I feel like he's gonna find more efficient ways to make the suit. But it was kind of bulky. It, it looked like somebody who's like only been doing this for a little bit. Like, well, what can I do? You know what I mean? What can I do to improve my my nights out and stuff? Oh yeah, for sure. Now, um, in terms of you know, you had you had Selena Kyle, you had the, you know Catwoman in it, so yeah. you had Zoe Kravitz, um, which I thought she did pretty good. They, they did. You know, for those of you looking for a lot of Zoe, uh, Zoe Kravitz, she's in the movie in the beginning, dies all, you know, sort of dies out a little bit and doesn't come back until a little bit towards the end. Yeah. But she had a great role. I mean, I think it was just enough of her role to not, like, overdo it. I don't know if that makes any sense, but... Uh, I think it goes back to what I was saying earlier, how there's so many villains that they're, like, kind of giving you backstory and, like, building them up for the future, especially, like, how the movie ends. We can get into that later, but like, I think uh, he's. I heard it was bad promo. Oh, that could be it. Honestly, what, what I say because, like I said, I haven't heard it since. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But I think she did well. I think they had very good chemistry. I was hearing a lot of people knock on their chemistry, but like now that I see it, they had pretty good chemistry. And like, they're they're both trying to figure out their personas as like Batman and Catwoman, and like what they are to each other because they kind of have that attraction and. He kind of seems like he cares about her in a, in a weird way. You know what I mean? So it's like they're figuring that out. So it was like the very early of them. But, again, there were so many villains that they were like kind of like building up. It was like you couldn't have her around the whole time. Right. I mean, you, you had you had the you had Falcone. You had the, um, the Penguin. Penguin. Yep. You had the Riddler. Um, you've got a couple. Uh, maybe something at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and you know, but again, he's dealing with you know maf- mafioso types, underworld types, and so that's what's great is that he doesn't have to have the the standard. Even though those guys, Falcone and those guys, are actually featured in the comic books, but yeah. he could actually go against you know these guys and you know have missions. Right? It doesn't have to be um, you know just these big these big bad baddies guys. But let's see, we've got someone here. Kravitz did a great job. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I enjoyed her performance for sure. As like not even with this movie, just as an actress, I feel like there was like a Hulu show. I forgot what it was called, but there was a Hulu show she did that I enjoyed. And like, it just seems like as an actress, she's coming into her own. So I think we're going to see a lot more, especially like this kind of, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a breakout role, but like this is going to put a lot of eyes on her. So we'll see her a lot more. 
Yep, yep. And well, again, what I would say is, uh, I, I'm gonna give you my 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 thoughts on the overall rating, and we're gonna move on to our yeah. next topic. But you wanted to talk about the Batmobile. Batmobile, beautiful. And I, I'm sorry I don't have an image for it, but here's what I will tell you: is I went to see this movie in a Dolby theater, a Dolby Atmos, Dolby Vision theater, oh. and the 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 audible like rumbles of that freaking Batmobile. Sound design was crazy. It was insane. It was insane. And I I wouldn't say it's the greatest chase sequence, but it had tension. It was really, really good. And you the stakes were there. Like you you felt like, okay, what's gonna happen next? And you know, you've already seen parts of it in the trailers. Mm -hmm. Um so it wasn't like you were were surprised at anything, but it was still a hell of a freaking chase sequence and I mean, you don't see the Batmobile until that moment, and then after you kind of see it a little bit. But it like it they, they featured it like if it was a a new star, like a character that they're trying to like promote. Like it comes out, it makes an, a, an appearance, and you're like, oh shit, that's the Batmobile. And then you, you, like you said, you get that dope scene, and I mean, satisfying. I didn't hear it in that that crazy of a. I didn't have the Adobe. Yeah, I didn't have none of that, but it still sounded great. The sound design was amazing. The rumbles of the engine. Oh God. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was awesome. And it was, it was amazing just to hear the, mm-hmm. I mean, I, the, if, if you go to Adobe theater, you're either just like subwoofers under your seat. So like your ass is shaking. Like, <laughs> your ass is shaking like big llama on that video we can't find. <laughs> Shake it fast. Watch yourself. No. <laughs> um, big homie. That's a spoiler right there, man. Uh, yeah. There may or may not be one. We can talk about that offline. <laughs> we, we may or may not tell you who it would be. <laughs> or maybe there isn't. Yeah, maybe it's a predecessor, which they did in Gotham, which I could see them doing that here. But yeah. either way, Batmobile was a monster. Yes, it was. Hey, shit. We got, hey, the Twitch showing some love today. Hey, exactly, man. Everybody on Twitch, we appreciate you. Right. Listen, if you're here on Twitch, man, go follow Black on AD. I'm, I'm hey. not on Twitch that often, man. <laughs> But I appreciate you being on the show for sure, man. Yes, um, yeah, the Batmobile is fire for fire. sure, for sure. Yeah, no, that, guys, I'm telling you, if you haven't seen this, go worth see this movie. Worth the time, worth the money. Uh, and we're gonna talk about the money. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's a good segue. Segue, segue into the next topic. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's see. Hercules Atlas is uh, Joaquin Phoenix did a great job with the with that part, but fingers crossed as someone. Just as good, yeah. So, so I hear we're gonna get a, a Joker too with Joaquin, so that that'll be dope. But we, we won't even say that. We won't even say that. Maybe we no. have to do like a, a spoiler video throughout the week or something. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll, put it on we'll, the Clips channel, the Big Llama Clips channel. Don't don't forget to subscribe to that. That's right. That's right. There is now a new Big Llama Clips channel. Um, all right. So, AD, final thoughts on the Batman? Your rating that you would give this movie? Personal rating eight out of eight out of ten, but if I have to give like a critique rating, it'd be like a seven and a, seven and a half, seven and a half out of ten. Okay, I I would I I'm there right there with you. I, I'd probably give it. Uh, I think I'm there at eight out of ten. Um, again, that final act was good. The final act was good. I can I had a good time. I'm not gonna tell you that I there's any moment I was like, oh, this sucks. No, yeah. I had a great time the whole thing. Um, the 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 only thing is again they tried to cram a whole lot of stuff in that last half of the movie or last quarter of the movie and it shows a little bit and that's it but other than that like 
I'm excited. I'm excited for this franchise moving forward. And yeah, Robert Pattinson did a great job. So, um, and, and, you know, so again, I would give it eight out of 10, just as you did. Um, I tell everybody, go see this movie. Um, let me know in the comments, what you guys thought about the Batman. Um, if you're watching this on the replay or on the clips channel, uh, let us know what your favorite part was and let me know if you're going to go see that movie and we love to to hear from you. Don't forget, don't forget to subscribe. No, don't forget to like and subscribe to the Big Llama Show. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to move on, and we've got a couple people in here. Um, let's see. Um, you're giving it a rating of eight. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Excellent. Yo, I, I like the, the Twitch interaction right now. And then we had Amelia on Facebook. Let's go. I do too, man. Look at that. Um, okay. So we're segueing into the AMC controversy because – AMC did this thing where they are experimenting, especially starting with the Batman, experimenting with a higher ticket price for a premium movie, not a premium format. We're not talking about paying extra for an IMAX or a Dolby or anything like that. We're talking about paying extra for the type of movie or a movie title, which to me is a crock of shit. Um, I mean, you pay enough for these movies, (laughs) I mean, they're getting up there in price, yeah. um, but to to give so for example, the next big movie is Doctor Strange. Like, if you wanted to do a market type system, yeah, you could charge twenty to twenty five dollars for day one of Doctor Strange, and people were going to pay that money. Hundred percent. But 100%. I think I but I think that takes away from the movie experience, and I, and this is what I hate about movie theaters is. They, they don't understand their their public, right? Like they don't understand. Like, okay, this is an escape. People love to go to the movies, but then they do some underhanded shit that you know. So, for example, it costs you like for a night out for for family members fifty to sixty dollars just just to walk through the door, yeah. and a freaking candy bar that costs you fifty nine cents at CVS down the street costs you four fifty. Yeah. You know, it's it's shit like that. But this this is ridiculous. I don't know. What, what do you think, man, on this stuff? Uh, it's obviously a, a play off of COVID. I mean, the movie theaters lost a lot of money. But one thing that I can't take all the credit I've seen on John Campion's show, they were talking about this, but they were saying, like, if a movie's doing bad for three weeks, why not lower the prices to those movies? And then you got the balance of, like, because uh, clearly they're doing it to make a lot of revenue that they they, they missed on, you know, the past couple of years with COVID. So they're going to charge more for these higher movies and they're saying they're testing it out with the Batman, but it's going to be the standard when it comes, you know, when Dr. Strange comes out and these other movies that are going to come out along the line. So it's like, it, it just, I mean, the inflation is hitting. And like I said, if they, if they're not lowering in the movies that are, are trash and like, uh, you know what I mean? Then what's the point? Like you're just making more money off of us, which I get it from a business side, but from a spectator side, it's like, Bro, we're already paying a crate. You already said it. We're paying a lot of money to go to these movies. And just in, by myself, it's like 40, 50 bucks to go to the movies. You know what I mean? So it's like. Yeah. I mean, uh, popcorn and, and, and soda is like 20 bucks. Like, literally, literally. I could buy a, a, a whole pack of 12 pack. Of, now, I, Jane, uh, Jane had a, a good comment here. She says, uh, baby boy, you got you to fill those pockets. Uh, with at home candy, I, I do that. I yeah, do that. Of course, of course, <laughs> of course. AMC, AMC, if you're watching, do not take away my Stubbs membership, please. <laughs> but no, no, I do that too. I mean, I, I I know the tricks, but I just think like 
the admission itself is like, I, I don't know. It, it, it's sort of, it's sort of, you know, you're getting a little greedy because yeah. yes, we're coming back to the theater. You, it, this, the Batman clearly spells the second movie of a large release that is a blockbuster hit. But you're gonna charge more? Like, what are you offering that's different? You know, I don't know. Yeah. Let me see here. Um, the question: How much would you spend on Doctor Strange? Um, I mean, I, that's what I was saying. Like, like Doctor Strange is going to be like Spider Man in terms yeah. of the hype, the pre sales, the whole nine. So there's a market to raise those ticket prices for sure. If you don't have tickets, but like. As the retailer, you really can't do that. I don't know. I, I mean, I would say, like I said, it's... I'm okay if, if across the board you said we're raising our ticket prices, right? Like if you yeah. said... If you said, look, our operating is going to be at this and we're going to offer this. And from now on, you're going to... We're going to have charge everyone $15, you know, across the board. I could live with that because that's that's a company thing. But like, Honestly, that makes sense because... You know, a majority of the people are going to see these box office movies that you're hiking the prices on, yeah. and not the other ones. So it's like we'll charge general admission for any other movie that you know we'll, it'll make what it makes. But when we, it's like they're kind of getting one up on us. So that honestly, I, I like that. Like if they raise it all across the board, then it's cool. Yeah. But now, now it just seems like you're trying to get over on us. Right, right. You know which movie's going to make you money, so you're going to charge more for that movie, which is which is ridiculous. Get Jane's got some. <laughs> Jane's got a suggestion. Yeah, get a Wawa sub and sneak it in. All right. Let's see. Sadly, any amount they want to charge. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm with you, shit. I'm I'm trying to see that movie any means necessary. <laughs> I, I'm going to pay whatever it takes for sure. I'm going to get there for sure. Let's see. Big homie says uh, Jane pulls up uh, like Hermione with an expansion charm on her bag. <laughs> Listen, man. Don't I, I I go in there with hoodies, <laughs> big I got the big pocket jeans, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Jane says uh, you're better off, um, better off. But uh, but the theater for the day for ten friends, uh, we did the boys' birthday party. AMC twenty people, uh, something like they only had what it was only a hundred dollars. Oh okay, oh, so running out the theater. Oh, yeah. oh okay yeah yeah yeah. I want that, to do that for myself. Okay. That's a new thing, right? Too. I, I I saw a um a reaction channel rent out the theater so that they can do a reaction in the theater. Oh, that's fire! Which I was like, man, I, why did I think of that shit? But fire. I think that's the wave of the future too. But but you know what? That's different though. You really can't rent out the the theater for Doctor Strange week one, right? <laughs> you could do it week two or three, but week one, good luck with that. Let's see. <laughs> uh, let's see. Big homie says every superhero movie from now on. Yeah, no, every Marvel release will have a, a, a premium price on it. Hundred percent. Let's see, big homie. Yes, expansion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. I'm sneaking in a pub sub. Oh, yeah, no. Yes, those are those are noisy, man. <laughs> those are noisy. Jay says on YouTube, yep. Yep, yep. <laughs> hey, Jay getting love from Twitch on YouTube. That's crazy. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, Gabe gave some and uh, some tater tots in my side pocket. Yeah, I mean, there, there's tips and tricks for sure to get by. Hey, Napoleon, let me get a tot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm hungry. Did you bring the, did you bring the, the, did you bring the dip? Come on, let's go. Uh, let's see. I've showed uh, to theaters, uh, showed up theaters with 
Junior bacon cheeseburger in my pockets. Yeah, listen, man. <laughs> the, the struggle is real. The struggle That's is real. Bro, Girl. let's do it. Yo, try to get hype about this. I know. So, Twitch babies. <laughs> let's go. Oh, look at this. We're, we're, get, we're getting some good love. We're getting some good love. Some cross promotional, cross platform love. Chad's going crazy today. Let's go. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, here we go. That's my one. <laughs> <laughs> he had to do one. He had to do one. <laughs> um, but getting back to our topic. Here, and again, I, so I'm an AMC Stubbs member. Yeah. I, I like the movie theater AMC. Um, but they do some underhanded shit. Um, you know, like, for example, the Stubbs members, you know, I love it because I can skip the line. I look at, I look at you peasants and the line and I say, <laughs> ha-ha. And I pre-ordered my food. Ha-ha. But guess what? I still freaking have to wait for it at the concession just like everybody else um but um no but i i i am in favor of paying for the premium formats so if you tell me it's imax and you charge me three or five dollars more totally worth paying for it because i i i enjoy it and i there is a a very very uh you know viewable difference in that yeah. that quality um like when i went to the to the dolby theater for for batman I, I that one I paid almost twenty dollars a ticket. So for three of us, we almost paid sixty bucks just to get in. That was a matinee. That was a matinee. That's crazy. But with my AMC stubs, I got a little bit of discount. <laughs> I got no. it. <laughs> but it was still it was still an expensive time to the theater. I didn't buy popcorn or, or, or sodas because at that particular theater, it's in downtown. Um, it was like twenty bucks for the combo, and I'm like, no, I'm not paying that. I'm not. I'm not doing that. So we had breakfast just before, and we walked in, and we had a good time. Um, let's see. Uh, Gabe's going back into Jimmy. He says, Jimmy holds his breath to tie his shoes. Yep. Oh, there it goes. There's his one. There's his one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You wear Velcro shoes because you can't tie them, dummy. <laughs> oh. I'm going to leave it to one of you. Know? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, again, I don't know. I think this is just getting at the consumer. I don't like it at all. Um, I don't like this trend, but I think it's it's here to stay because people are willing to pay these prices. Yeah. So, uh, Jane has a couple things here. She says, as a mom of a million, <laughs> I really love the drive-in uh, movie theater for a movie-like uh, experience. But where kids can sleep or cry without being annoying. Yeah, I mean, I'd love a good drive-in movie theater. Um, but that I would go for a more social-type movie or something that I've seen before. Um, because I, I like I like the experience in the theater. It's just, just me. But I, I, I used to love going to the drive-ins. We used to do it all the time down south. So. I only seen, only seen Scooby-Doo in drive-ins. It was the only movie I seen. <laughs> <laughs> I... I saw the movie Eraser with Arnold Schwarzenegger in the drive-in, and that so that's uh, that's dated. That's how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look up when that movie was released, people, because yeah, <laughs> I because I had a driver's license at the time. <laughs> <laughs> he wears Crocs, jerk. Don't mean it. <laughs> Don't mean it. Oh dear God! Oh, man. <laughs> the chat is losing its mind. So, if you got a game sitting in front of you in a Dolby theater, they have uh, barricades. You cannot see the seat in front of you. <laughs> so, Gabe, maybe you see that maybe the, the circumference of Gabe's top, but that's it. 
All right. <laughs> I've been on my Croc shit heavy. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. 11 in Crocs. All right. <laughs> All right. So let us know if you guys are watching the Clips channel. Uh, let us know what you think about AMC and other movie theater chains starting to raise their prices based on premium uh, type movie releases. Not premium formats, just just different types of movies. And do you agree with it? Do you think it's bullshit? Do you think it's conspiracy? Is it bad for the consumer? Let us know in the comments. Um, let us know what your thoughts are on this. Okay. What's our next topic, man? We got a couple topics. Uh, basketball. Oh, and that's pop culture, right? <laughs> you, you guess so or is it not you could do, run that run it run it run, run it, it run it let's <laughs> We're talking pop culture now because we were talking this we talk about UFC yeah. uh we're talking about a couple things um <laughs> Baseball lockout, man. Baseball lockout. Oh my god. Well, listen. Here, here's the honesty, right? Like, like I think you and I talked about this early on. I don't know that I'm looking and I have followed exactly what the beef is between the owners and the players. I know there's a lot of um, potential, um, you know, like like game changes, right? Like, like the I think there's the the timer for the pitchers. Uh, they're talking about expanding the bases and doing a couple of different things. I, that's what I know about it. But my concern about the baseball lockout is how it impacts, well, for me, living in a baseball town, it impacts our economy locally, right? Yeah. And that's that's just me greedy from a, from a perspective of someone who lives in a town where they have, you know, spring training and there's baseball all around. Um, but I think for the fans, it sucks, man. It's like, you know, you're so, you're, you're getting ready for baseball, like, you know, um, you know, everything's winding down. Baseball's gone. I mean, uh, football's gone away. Yeah. Um, you know, basketball's still in full swing until June or July. But this is the time where baseball shines. And yeah. now they're, you know, stuck in this lockout, which, again, it, a lot of people will see it as, you know, millionaire baseball players versus millionaire owners. And it honestly impacts so much further down the line that, that people don't understand that. So Yeah, the jobs, uh, the economy in the different cities that baseball's in. Yeah, I mean, it's one crazy. Thing, one thing that Big Homie was talking about on our stream, we were talking a little bit about it, but um, he said, and I agree with him, like, it affects baseball in terms of popularity because baseball's already declining, and, like, especially since, like, I was younger and, like, when I started baseball and was, like, playing and, like, watching games and stuff, like, the energy around baseball was crazy. Like, it was, like, to me, like, how, like, basketball and, like, NFL feels now. But you don't get that same hype. Like, the World Series, nobody really cares about the World Series. You know what I mean? Like, the, Tampa Bay was in the World Series, like, what, two years ago? And I didn't really see anybody from, like, where I'm talking about or where I live, like, talk about it. And, like, so it's already been declining for the past couple of years, but now you got a lockout. I feel like it's just hurting baseball even more in the long term. And I got to give credit to Big Homie for saying that. But I agree. Like, it when I was young, bro, baseball was – everything to us you know what i mean like everybody i knew was like knew about baseball now you could ask people about who's leading the, the league or like they're not really gonna know you know what i mean so yeah i mean it, i i like i like big homie has a nice comment here it says imagine being a kid playing but they have no one to look up to um you know you, you think that they keep playing or want to and that's the thing is you you know 
when things like this happen, it impacts the the kids that in the area who like to get look forward to spring training, look forward to rooting for their team. Um, again, here in in the area I live, we've got the Mets spring training facility right down the street. You know, just in, just forty five minutes away, I've got th- three stadiums. I've got you know Roger Dean. I've got the Astros. I've got the Nationals. I've got every like the baseball mecca is here, or at least on this side of the world, right? Um, and we can't see any of it. You know, we've got yep. these nice stadiums. We've got you know these revenue and these dollars from the the cities going towards these stadiums, which are not going to be used. And we're and just talking about spring training, but realistically, minor league. Like the teams that run throughout the year in those stadiums, right? It's I mean, hurting them too. I mean, and the minor leaguers are the ones that are going to get it the worst. Yeah, because I mean, I know a couple of them, and I'm, actually, my son's you know um, practice with a cup with with one of them right now. They're doing lessons with them. Um, you know, this dude is grinding. This dude is struggling. He's working out every day. He's doing lessons to keep money on the table. You know, food on the table, and he's you know he's supposed to be reporting out to his assignment, and he can't go. So all his plans, all his, you know, all the things he's put together to try to make the big league roster later on is something that is just, I mean, it undercuts and it, and it takes away from years of, of their availability, right? Like, because remember this, this sport's limited. It's limited. It's for the youth, man. So, you know, if you, if you miss a year or two, uh, you know, for this lockout bullshit, then you, there goes your shot, man. So. Yeah. You know, I think Jane was not aware that there was a strike. So yes, yeah, yeah they're on strike. <laughs> they're on strike, and and um, this was funny, and it's true. It's funny and true. Bobby Bonilla is still getting paid. Nope. He's the highest, <laughs> biggest finesse. <laughs> he is the highest paid player so far this year. Yeah, for sure. Bobby Bo Day is coming up. Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> Let's see. Um, says uh, Jane says, "Damn, my grandma is, is going to be big mad." She fucking loves watching baseball. I mean, I do too. I do too. It's um, it's crazy. It's crazy. I say baseball is how I grew up. It's uh, what made me close to my dad and brother, and where I found my brother AD. That's right. Um, I don't know what my life would have been without. Uh, and I never thought I'd see the sport die. And you know, I I have argued because I hate I hate baseball purists. If you know what I mean, like I hate the guys who say, "You know, you can't bat flip. Uh, you shouldn't shouldn't yeah. show up the pitcher." I, I, you know what? Like I love that shit. Yeah, I love I'm the not, excitement. I'm from that talk shit cloth. Uh, I'm striking you out, and I'm letting your whole team know they're garbage. Like that's just. Yeah, but you see how we play cod. That's how I play baseball. Like, I've I dealt with that here. Like moving to Denver and playing like in the leagues here, they were like trying to get me to like calm down because I've also realized like wherever you go, there's a different style of baseball. Yeah. Being played. You know what I mean? Like I played men's league and college ball in Texas. I played men's league and college ball in New York, men's league and college ball in Florida or not college ball, but high school, like ball in Florida, but men's league as well. And it's like, you see the different cultures that like breed through baseball through these times. So like coming here, they were like very like, like, Oh, this guy talks too much shit. Like let's kind of like chill him out. I'm like, no, that's how I play. Like, you can't tell me like I get excited when I strike somebody or or there's a big play. You guys make a big play. Like I love this game, and I have sadly I haven't been like in touch with baseball since I kind of stopped playing because it kind of made me sad in a lot of ways. But now that I'm like kind of a little bit removed from like baseball and stuff, I find myself like wanting 
to watch it more and i've been watching it a lot more this this past year and like to see it on the lockout like it's like damn like i was just getting back into it and like big homie saying man like the sport's already declining in popularity like nobody's like they they make fun of baseball like you know what i mean like in the mainstream and this is not going to help and especially if it goes a whole year this is not going to help at all yeah no it and that's the thing is um you know, baseball took took a beating when it did the the strike back in, you know, just before Mark McGuire and all them. I forgot what year it was, but um, yeah, it took a long time for baseball to get sort of back up and running, and it got to a good place. Um, but it it was declining in popularity. It was declining because it's still so old school in some of its thinking and some of yeah. the way that they do the game. Yep. Um, but. Um, they got to change. They got to change. And, and you know what? The the great thing was, and before this this lockout, is you had some great new young talent coming through. You know, Tatis and all these guys were were the new breed of baseball player. They were you know they yeah. they're hot shots. They're brilliant. They're great. That you know, um, and and they and they play the game you know with heart. Even you know, but even even somebody, um, God, what's his name? His name is escaping me now. Everybody hates him over in San Diego. Um, oh, damn, man! I don't know why third baseman. I know right, 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 right. Yeah, I almost want to say Carlos Correa, but it's not. No, no, it's not Carlos Correa. What's it? He played for the Orioles. Man, oh my God, what's going on? Machado, Manny Machado. Yeah, what's yeah, even even like Manny Machado, who was you know kind of vilified a little bit. I love these guys. I love characters like that. I love. Yeah. I love you when you when you hate a player, when you hate that guy, and then he just shows you up. And I, I love that kind of stuff. But yeah. it takes away. Um, it takes away from the game. We got a couple comments here. Um, let's see. Um, we were talking about the it's competition when we talk. We show people up for sure. Um, okay, they make fun of baseball. They do. They do. It's 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 a slow sport. People are like you know, it's so easy. It's so slow. Yeah. One thing I learned is that it's not easy, and unless you're not paying attention, then it is kind of boring if you're not paying attention. Yeah. Um, or you don't understand it. Right. Right. I'm sorry that you sounded so depressing coming from you, AD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they're taking a year of Mike Trout away from us. <laughs> I didn't Mike know you were a Mike Trout fan, but. <laughs> The great white hype, Mike Trout. <laughs> Him and Harper. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, like, you got Otani. You got, you know, Mike Trout. You got these big stories that, I mean. The it Dodgers just, being, they were a superstar team, Mookie Betts. Yeah, man. I mean, it's like. But, you know, what's funny is is what they should have learned is the ratings went. I think the ratings were high for the Korean Baseball League during the COVID um during the COVID season, where they weren't where they weren't playing, mm-hmm. um, ratings were pretty good. They kept broadcasting these things at two o'clock in the morning, and people were watching just to what, get their fix on baseball. Yeah. So, I don't know this 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 could have been I don't know if it could have been avoided or not. It's always you know two sides to every story, um, but just sad. And and again for me, local area you've got in my area a lot of retirees, a lot of people who who live off that stadium. They come down. Um, f- just to work the stadium. Um, you got businesses that have sprouted up because of the stadium and, and it's expecting their revenues to come in. We got new hotels. I mean, you got new restaurants. Just how many people run this stadium? You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Just just in the area of like the Met Stadium, there is like right down the street within five minutes, not even. You got movie theater, you got 
four or five restaurants, a bowling alley, and it's like you're you're doing that before you go to the games, or or vice versa. If it's a day game, you're, you're ending your nights there. So it's like the economy around the stadium really is taking an impact. I mean, you see the sign right there. It's like so. It's like it's just sad overall. But I think today I heard that there was like some agreements that they're coming to, so it might close out. But we'll see. There's, yeah, I think no official word yet. Yeah, I think what I heard last last um, projection was the opening day would be delayed two to three weeks. Um, but even then, they've got to get training and they've got to get um, development in. And I don't think they're talking about extending the season either. So it might be a, a, a lockout-shortened season, so you're going to have less games. Um and you're not going to have some of the you know the fun things that come with spring training and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but again, it impacts everybody. I'm hoping they get back on the field. Um, you know, I'm really, really, you know, I'm optimistic that they'll get something done. But it, just having this sour taste is going to you know hurt a couple people. And and again, some people get really upset about this stuff. Um, and they they say, oh, this is it. I'm not ever going back. And yeah. Listen, man, I, I love baseball, so I can't wait for it to come back. I don't care if it comes back in the middle of the season. It's just going to suck that everything's condensed, but um, I'll take whatever baseball I can get. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, they get this done, it won't happen again next year. So hopefully whenever it's done, we'll just continue back to making baseball great again. <laughs> That's a slogan, right? Make baseball great mm-hmm. again. All right, so um, – just so we can clip it, right? <laughs> uh, if you're impacted by the lockout, if you're not sure, you know, what this is about, tell me what your thoughts are on a Major League Baseball lockout. How is it impacting you? Does it change your opinion of baseball? Are you going to go back to the games when they come back? Hopefully they will come back. Hit us up in the comments. Let us know your thoughts on that. And we look forward to hearing from you on this particular topic. All right. Let's move on to our last topic. UFC Fight Night. So, UFC beautiful. 272, right? Yeah, beautiful fight card. Um, we watched it last night. We've, we've been doing a lot of fight companions on the, the Blackout AD channel on Twitch. Uh, great time. You know, everybody in the Discord, we had about like 11 people in the Discord. And then, like I said, the numbers were good. But the fight overall, there was a huge rivalry. I know you don't know too many about the storyline, but you always watch the fight night. So, I kind of like try to fill you in on the storyline. So, with this... Storylines, they were former training partners. They lived together at one point. They were, like, super close. They were always one uh, – Masvidal, there's a lot of footage of him, like, cornering Covington, like, all the way to, like, his interim boat. And uh, they just had some beef, some falling out with, like, Co- Covington not playing a, uh, paying a coach. And Covington's also kind of taken a, a page out of wrestling's book and, like, playing, like, a heel role. Like, when Trump was around, he was very much, like, MAGA and, like, like pushing that narrative and, like, it got a lot of eyes on him. I mean, when he won, when he uh, fought Damian Maya in Brazil, I believe he was just like trashing Brazil, like calling it a dump and like just talking crap about Brazil. And that kind of like turned him into like this persona that people kind of hate. So this, this lead up to this fight was like very tense because they really don't like each other. And again, Covington kind of like sells the role and Jorge's he's 37 right now, but he's a star. Like, this guy sells out stuff. So the fight kind of went how I thought, though. Covington uh, just dominated him for five rounds. He's a better wrestler. He kept he kept it mostly to the ground. Jorge's a better stand-up fighter. So, like, if it would have stayed on the feet, like, I mean, I, I believe he dropped him twice as well. Like, Jorge dropped Covington twice. 
So the fight it played out not as exciting as I thought as the build up was, but the build up to the fight and just like the storyline to it is like why I love the UFC. So great fight card. It was good to have everybody on the stream. Yeah, I mean with with um with Covington being that um that type of character, you definitely get you know, you definitely get like pick a side, right? Yeah, <laughs> Especially almost. if it's if you you know, and I think that's smart. That's smart by Covington to, I don't know how smart in terms of long term, but for the short term to align himself with a pretty popular or unpopular opinion, um, that's that's that whole heel role, right? Like, yeah. what's going to piss off the fans the most, or what's going to piss off this particular group, so that you have heat coming into something that sells tickets, that that yeah. creates interest. Um, I just, you know, like I said, from, from your perspective, I wish the, the fight had lived up to, to the hype a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but you know, because anytime that you have a, I think it was a, a five round decision, right? Like, so you had a decision yeah. at the end there. Yeah. Um, that's when I think things like this sort of lose their steam a little bit. It's, you know, again, average fans like me who are not that into it are in, are coming in for the, for the knockouts, for the action. And if it's a stalemate, sometimes it's a you know we, we get disappointed, but um, for the most part, um, that's what I try to tell people like the casuals like because I wouldn't consider myself casual. Like I, I watch a lot of UFC media throughout the week when there's big fights. I'm watching all the press conference. I'm like I'm watching it while they're live. So like I don't I wouldn't consider myself a casual. But there's like a an art to it, like the different styles of fighter like. The thing is with Covington is like yeah people hate him because of his personality, but realistically. If he, if there's not a Kamaru Usman who is pound for pound the best fighter on the planet probably right now that's still fighting and he's the welterweight champion, if there's not him, Covington is the number one guy. He's the champion right now. Oh, he's okay. that. He's that good. So it's like he's proving that he's that good. He's already lost to Kamaru twice. So it's not like it's the thing is they kind of didn't like each other either, and there was like a lot of like bad blood between them. So they're trying to like position him because he's so good for a third fight, even though he's already lost twice. And then there's talk of him, like, going up. So, like, as a fighter, he's, like, a high-level fighter. But as a personality, even Jorge was kind of saying, he's like, you're not getting pay-per-view points for this fight. I'm getting the pay-per-view the pay-per-view points. He's like, so your antics aren't selling the fight like you you, you claiming or, or making it seem like it is. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was, like, a very good point. And, like, Jorge, you could tell, like, was distraught that he lost because they were so close. It was like... That's like if me, I was saying, like, it's like if me and uh, one of my friends, like, fall out, like, there's going to be, uh, like, some love lost there. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think that's yeah. I think that's what built the fight. I mean, the rest of the fight card was pretty good, pretty fantastic, to be honest. Well, we're going to go down the list. Now, I'll go down the fight card. But before we do, we do have um, a commenter here. Uh, we have someone here, uh, Dark Sage. I, I, I don't know if you know this person, but it says here, they got quite a bit to say. So, yeah, I want to give... Give them their due here. This is um, what I will say, and this is about our, our previous topic, baseball, um, is that uh, they lost what they once had. Baseball used to be the one sport that other leagues wanted to be like, and now they've gone downhill. I hope this year the season is canceled. If they are squabbling like this, how are they going to get back the fans that they will lose? Really, really great points. Mm -hmm. And it says here, um, they do not have a home run chase to recapture the magic like they did in 98. However, my theory is... Baseball is going to pull a rabbit out of their hat and have New York win next year for the hundredth anniversary of the first World Series in nineteen. 19... Oh, that's that's a great that's a great <laughs> theory right there, and that they're okay. going to market the hell out of it to recapture the fans as they once did. 
Um, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. I, again, I, I apologize, Dark Sage. We've already gone past that topic. We're talking about UFC, but I wanted to make sure I shout you out. Uh, thank you very much for the comments there. Um, Gabe talks about Fight Night Discord, such a vibe. Um, and then we've got Jane says here, I want Llama and or AD reaction to old school fights like Rocky Marciano versus Walcott. Okay, okay. Well, maybe we'll do it on the Discord. We'll uh, get on yeah. there and watch some old old, uh, old fights for sure. Yeah, we could do that. Um, so just going down the list here, I, I don't know. I'm just looking at the card from yesterday. It says here uh, you had Rafael Dos Anjos. Dos Anjos. And, and uh, Renato. Um, looks like they went into a decision and uh, yeah, Rafael that, won. So that fight, um, Dos Anjos, he's a legend in the game. Super old school fighter, but he had he was I forgot the opponent, but he was fighting somebody else. And five days notice, Mercano came in and was like, "I'll fight." I think the the, the other opponent got COVID or something. Oh, so okay. Mercano comes in and he's kind of getting battered for four freaking rounds, just getting demolished. Like he didn't have a full fight camp, so it's like kind of typical that he comes in and, and takes the fight and makes weight. You know what I mean? But he's getting battered for four rounds, and to the point where like. Uh, Mark Goddard like brings in a doctor. Mark Goddard's the referee. He brings in the doctor and is like checking his eye and stuff. And um, they let him fight and comes out in the fifth round and like has like a stellar like fifth round. So like shows a lot of heart. I think he's like a he's a, a up and coming prospect. And like I said, Dosanjo's the legend in the game. So he's kind of just like gatekeeping. He seems like he's trying to fight. I mean, after he he won, obviously he won four rounds to one, but. After that, he kind of was calling out like big money fights like Connor, and, and uh, he called out Jorge if Jorge won, but Jorge lost. So he's looking for like bigger, bigger money fights. But it was a good fight overall. I mean, the kid, the McConnell kid, made a fan out of me. He showed some heart. So I'm definitely going to tune into his next fight, man. Especially on five days' notice. Oh yeah, yeah. and he's got um, looks like a, 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 in terms of experience, Rafael's got 31 fights versus his 16. So yeah. so he's got a little bit of ways to grow in the sport for sure. Dos Anjos is like I believe like one of the first fighters or like made like top 3 something like that like uh first fighters to get to like 20 20 wins in the UFC, which is, you know, nuts. Um let's see. Big Homie's got a comment for you. It says here from I guess based on uh, Jane's comment about watching those old school fights, uh let the OD boys do it. I've never seen a lot of those classic fights. Um, for sure, that's a good idea. That's a good idea, for sure, guys. I mean, again, I, I'll be willing to watch with you guys because I, I, you know, I've, I think I've watched the old Ali fights. I've watched a lot of the Mike Tyson fights. Mm. Definitely watched Hagler and Hearns, um, Sugar Ray. I mean, all the, I've I've watched those '80s fights, but um, yeah, yeah, some of those old old ones I've not. I'll get I'll get like super stoned and then like middle of the night just watch like UFC fights and then like stumble on old boxing fights and just. I like the art of the fighting. I, I like the art of fighting, man. Like, it's beautiful. And, like, a part of me wants to start training just because, like, I watch so much UFC now. It's like, man, I got to I gotta learn some of this. Like, I heard, I heard you got a wicked elbow. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. <laughs> That's your go-to move is the elbow. It's going to be the elbow and the knee. It's over for you. That's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, talking about uh, Gabe, he's the fight companion before the main card every time. <laughs> he does. He does. Honestly, I don't think he's ever made it to a main card. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, all right, our friend at Cowboys of Crypto, um, both great fighters, but didn't look uh, at their best. Hey, so uh, I'll do a plug for Cowboys of Crypto. He always does it for me when I go on his show. Guys, if you're looking for investment in cryptocurrency and start to learn how to do that, go over to Cowboys of Crypto. Subscribe to this guy's channel. Super smart dude, breaks it down. 
Um, and it's not over the top. I mean, and this guy, break. I mean, he is transparent. He even shows you his wallet. He shows you everything he's got. So if you're into the crypto and want to learn about that, Cowboys of Crypto, check him out. Um, he's a big fan and a big, uh, a good friend of the Big Llama Show. So I'd like hey, to shout him out for sure. Appreciate you stopping by, brother. Appreciate you for sure, man. Thank you. Um, Jane says, old school boxing, um, uh, my jammy jams. But Rocky is my all-time favorite for sure. And his... Um, Knockouts are golden. Okay. Um, oh, Rocky Marciano. I'm thinking Rocky the the the, the movie. I'm like uh, <laughs> knockouts, but I know what she means now. I got it. <laughs> Let's see. Ad train, and then you and her can have a famous blackout battle. Oh, we could oh. do that. <laughs> we could do that. I'll be down. Uh, <laughs> we'll live stream it. We'll do it for subs. We'll have a sub only chat. You can only talk in the chat if you sub. We'll split the profits down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we got we got to do that. Do like a backyard. Yeah, but we got to do it when I leave blackout for the storylines. That's know? right. That's right. <laughs> of course. That's how it's got to be. It's the blackout <laughs> civil war, as we say. Yeah. yeah. We're now, the seeds now. <laughs> now looking down the card, I guess from the main card event, I, I'm I'm par- partial to the heavyweights. Um, so you had Sergi Spivak and Greg Hardy, which looks like, um, round one TKO <laughs> knockout. Was but, it, uh, yeah, was yeah. it worth it or what? What I mean, you, you watched Greg, that. So Greg Hardy, Greg Hardy's just like, he's a former football player. He has knockout power and he can knock people. I mean, a heavyweight, everybody got knockout power. So it's like, he, he just gets outskilled. Like he, he lost a tie to Avasa last time. But that was like a banger series. They're just swinging. But this fight, he just got outskilled, and it's like, eh, it wasn't impressive at all. It was just like the the, the other guy should win, you know, and he did. Let's see here. Big homie uh, says battle for co-host continues. <laughs> yep, yep. See, oh, that's it. Lama trying to set Lou. Look at this man. They're trying to set me up. I've only hey. been back two episodes. Dude. He's already talking about this. <laughs> I I didn't do this. I this was this was uh, Jane. Jane's over here. Conspiracy, conspiracy is gonna say you did this. <laughs> exactly. Underhanded tactics yeah. by the big llama. Uh, Jimmy says uh, me and llama on the undercard. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we we talked about that. We got to get to 10k subs. And I'm putting it on the channel. <laughs> Backyard llama fights. Let's go. <laughs> I will pay the play the role of uh, Kimbo Slice. <laughs> uh, Hercules. Hashtag Civil War. You know, feeding into it. Oh, we <laughs> gotta have the. We gotta get those Blackout Civil War shirts, man. Pick a side. <laughs> Whose side are you on? <laughs> Whose side do you belong to? <laughs> and then we have to raid each other's channels with our viewers. <laughs> that's how it works oh man um what else anything else i mean i do want to want you to plug your you know your discord and your fight companion so uh how does any, how does anyone join you on the next one? Oh, uh, so next one you can come to the channel we're always streaming it somebody made me very happy this shout out trig on twitch he always cut he came through yesterday he's like just as expected my boy got me with the link and i was like damn like i'm building a little bit and like I said, there's already there's like 11 people, and this is people who've come to the channel. So you can come to the Blackout AD channel any day, hit the exclamation Discord, and you'll get the link to the Discord, and then you can join through there. And then when the fight companions, whenever there's a big fight, just know we're streaming on the fight companion. All right. Excellent. 
So yeah, make sure you guys go. I missed this fight, and I apologize. I, I wanted to come, but I, I had a couple I was things telling going everybody. on. I was telling everybody. You and Herc, both of you guys said you guys were coming. And I was telling people, yo, Herc, we got Herc. We got, we're going to have a, a big llama, and none of you guys came. I hurt my feelings. <laughs> did, did, did my fans show up and then ask for me? <laughs> like, where's the big llama? I'm like, not here, dude. He left us hanging. <laughs> Oh my God! Big Llama doesn't care about the chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, not at all, man. <laughs> That's not how it goes, man. Um, all right, so we've reached uh, pretty much the end of the show. We're gonna plug away our stuff. Uh, I want to first take a moment to thank everybody who joined us in the chat. The chat was live. Uh, the viewership was up. I think at one point we had fourteen or fifteen viewers at at That's once, cool. uh, cool. consistently eight to ten. Um, you know, shout out to let's let's just start from the top to our big homie, uh, Gabe Jimmy, um, was in the chat. Um, we Jane had uh, Jane, I mean, Hercules, John Gillen, yep. Chris G, Emilio on Facebook. Shout out Emilio, that's Emilio, yeah, yeah, that's right. And then we had a bunch of Twitch. Um, oh, the Twitch was crazy. At one point, I seen like four or five viewers. Yeah, we had we had quite a few from Twitch. I don't know how to say this name, the vast. That's Capybara. See, listen, this is what I do. I just go with the first thing I can pronounce, and now like, that's, that's your chest. Vas Cap. Vas Cap. Thank you. No, no, that, <laughs> trying to do my best uh, to say Shin. here. Uh, yeah, we had Shin, right? Um, Dark Sage. Dark Sage came in with with uh, some commentary. There was watching the uh, the baseball part there. Um, no, shout out to everybody in the chat. I, I appreciate everyone coming through. Um, here we go. Don't miss the post llama stream on yep. the Blackout East channel. So, is there a post llama stream? Yeah, there will be. I'll suffer tomorrow when I have to wake up early, but it's okay. Okay, we'll, we'll do it for the content. So, Blackout <laughs> underscore AD on Twitch. We'll have the post llama show, which we kind of do. I think last week was the first week I missed in a while, but we'll have the post llama stream and we'll have a good time. All right, so everyone, if you're still jonesing for more Blackout AD, go over to his Twitch channel, Blackout AD, Blackout underscore AD, uh, on Twitch. He'll start the uh, post Llama Show stream, where all kinds of uncensored fun will happen. <laughs> uh, if you need, if you want more of the Big Llama Show, uh, I just put out the um, review and the for Rambo, the 2008 Rambo, Rambo Four. And all I have to say is, holy shit, it was violent. And I let the violence flow in my reaction. So if you're into that stuff, take a look at it. It's, a, it's one of the few reviews that has a uh, viewer discretion warning at the beginning. So that's how good it is in terms of the gore and violence. Uh, so if I've not captivated you to want to watch it, then nothing more. Hey, hey congrats. The number's going crazy. It, it is, man. It is. It's... um. It's going to be your first positive Rambo review. <laughs> I think so. I think so. What's funny is this one, I think, was requested more than any other Rambo one. So I think this one will get more traction. Um, but I, it's weird, right? I've gone from accepting what like an average post would be to being like 30 to 40 to 50, where I'm expecting now 300, average 300. And I would say that's a decent post, which is crazy. It's crazy to think that because... I, I did the numbers like I've got over um, 5,000 hours of feud content. I'm like, Jesus, that's like a year of worth of stuff. People have, you know, been watching and um, it's and insane. Growth, we it's say this insane. every week, but the growth we have is amazing. I look back when I started like consistently streaming and back in August, 
it's been I think like close to six hundred hours of stream time. It's like it's nuts, nuts. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane how much how much people are gobbling up the content. So, so hey, yo, that, pause. <laughs> <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> late nights with AD and the bird. That's uh, let's not miss that one too. Honestly, honestly, for for if you want a diverse like slate of topics. <laughs> the late nights with AD and the bird are are just epic. We watched Bel Air. We played games for like three hours and then watched Bel Air the last hour. And this man went to work. He was like, I, I work at nine. It's six in the morning. It's like, oh, he's here for the content. <laughs> I mean, honestly, honestly, if anyone's watching this, trust me, check out late nights with AD and the bird. That that is some fun stuff. Yeah. And um, it's it's a it's everything, anything and everything you can think of. It's there. So trust me there. Uh, Hercules says, great show, guys. I love my blackout brothers. Love you too, brother. And uh, Herc, will you be my daddy is what Gabe is asking. <laughs> we got some definitely daddy issues. We, we're all nothing but daddy issues on daddy Blackout. Issues so. chat. <laughs> blackout t-shirt is representing tonight. <laughs> blackout. I, I Hopefully, in the next week or so, I will be wearing uh, some of my new merch. I finally ordered some. Um, <laughs> so I'll show you guys that, and I'll be wearing that. So, guys... I want to thank everybody for a great show. Thank you guys for tuning into the Big Llama Show. Remember, you can find the Big Llama Show wherever you find podcasts. If you want to support the channel, make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube. And make sure you follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys. Thank you, everybody. Have a great night. See you later. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week again for a fresh round.